Howdy and welcome to the 10-week Bible study. This is week 8, day 4 of our study of 2 Corinthians. I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and today we're talking about 2 Corinthians 10, 15-18. Well, welcome back to the 10-week Bible study. Again, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs. Would you join me as we pray before we start today? Lord, would you open our eyes and our ears to hear what your word has to say to us, God. Speak to us. Jesus, we want to be fascinated by you from your word. Fascinate our hearts with your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. With that, let's jump into God's word. I'll be reading today from the NIV. This is 2 Corinthians 10, starting in verse 15. Neither do we go beyond our limits by boasting of work done by others. Our hope is that as your faith continues to grow, our sphere of activity among you will greatly expand. Paul is talking about boasting about, you know, what they've done and who they are and, and, and boasting about having fatherly love for them, essentially. Uh, and so Paul is saying, you know, we're not going to go beyond those limits uh, by boasting of work that other people have done. And he's, I, I think this is kind of a soft jab at these other people who are coming along and trying to draw the hearts of the Corinthians away from Paul, probably even specifically, you know, bad mouthing Paul. He doesn't specifically say that here in in so much, but he, it does seem like he's alluding to that over and over again. These other people are bad mouthing him to try and draw their hearts away from Paul to them so that they'll give money or, or do whatever. And remember the Corinthians, they had money. So there was incentive for people to come through and be like, Hey, instead of giving money to Paul or whatever else, want, you know, we'll be your, you know, Christian guru, give money to us. And that's what's going on. So Paul's saying, we're, we're not going to do that. We're not going to boast in work done by others. This is something that Paul was really dead set on is, is he did not want to go or spend a lot of time anywhere where the gospel had already been preached or was being preached by others. He knew that there's so many places that he can go where the gospel hasn't been preached. I want to go there. I want to go where the gospel has not gone yet and go there. And that's what he's saying here is he's hoping that, you know, as, as there is the Corinthians faith grows, that his fear of activity can increase beyond the city of Corinth. Not just that he can personally go beyond there, but that the people that he's led to the Lord will actually go beyond there. And that's the whole point of the gospel is not that we have a few, you know, evangelists who go from place to place and share the gospel with people, but that we have, a, you know, or not that we have a, a, a bunch of people going around doing that, but that we have a few of those people and that they preach the gospel to 10. And then those 10 people go and each preach the gospel to 10 people and get 10 people saved. And then those people go to 10 people and those people go to 10 people. And so that is how the gospel spreads this multiplication effort, right? First, it's through this addition. We see this in the book of Acts where there's, there's big events and then there's additions that happen. But then eventually it gets to the point where this multiplication starts, where people are starting to share the gospel with all these other people. And Paul can lead a thousand people 
to the gospel over years, preaching one person to another. But as soon as you get this multiplication effort where one person is leading 10 to the Lord, and then those 10 lead 10, and those 10 lead 10, you get to 1,000, you get to 10,000, you get to a million very quickly. And that's actually what happens in the early days of, of the 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 church history throughout Europe, throughout North Africa, throughout the Middle East, that kind of multiplication in certain scenarios, situations began and exploded in different ways. And we see those kinds of activities going on even today. Verse 16, he wanted their activity greatly expand, verse 16, so that we can preach the gospel in the regions beyond you. For we do not want to boast about work already done in someone else's territory. Verse 17, but let the one who boasts boast in the Lord. For it is not the one who commends himself who is approved, but the one whom the Lord commends. So Paul is saying, I want to boast in only what the Lord boasts about me. He's saying, I want to wait for the Lord to boast about me, not toot my own horn, not tell you how awesome I am. one day we will stand before the Lord. And if we gave our heart to Jesus, he will look at us and he will say, well done, good and faithful servant. It should be the desire of every single one of us that if Jesus is going to enumerate the things that we did well on that day when he says, well done, good and faithful servant, I would hope that those are the only things that I want to be confident in and the only things that I would ever want to brag about. Not because it's like, hey, look how awesome I am. It's like, man, I'm so happy about this because Jesus was happy about this. I want to brag about the things that I do that make him happy. Not the things that make me have more notoriety in front of people. And that's, that's really the distinction here. What we brag about most of the time is, man, I'm well-loved by this group of people. I've had many people. I've talked to many pastors. I've asked them, you know, it's like, you know, how do you interact with people, pastors that travel and teach in different places? And I've heard them say things like, well, you know, this group of people over here, they love me. And this group of people, they love me. And it becomes this, this thing where they've traveled to different places and their message or whatever resonates with certain people and they keep asking them back. And by asking them to come back, it's like, well, they love me. They really, they like me. And that's not a terrible thing. But if you ever, and I'm not saying that these pastors were necessarily bragging about it. One of them kind of was (laughs) one time. But if you were to brag about something that's normally where people go is, well, these people love me so much and they have me back all the time. And, and, you know, I get to go speak here and I do this, or, you know, this is a, from a pastor's perspective is, is how I'm speaking. That's kind of the, the context that Paul's giving it to us here. Um, but there's lots of other contexts that you can put this in that aren't like pastor related. Um, but Paul is kind of comparing and contrasting himself here with these other guys, these, these phantom other guys that we know that were coming through. He's saying, I want to brag not about that these people love me, these people love me, that Jesus loves me and that he's the one who commends me. Not that I'm approved of by all these other people, that I'm approved of by him. That's what I want to boast about. But that's, no, we never boast about that, right? Because Nobody knows that. I can't prove 
to anybody that Jesus approves of me because of this, or that he's commended me because of this. And most of the time when we read scripture, the things that he's going to commend us for is for, you know, uh, think of the time when the disciples and Jesus are standing next to the entrance of the temple where the money collection box is, and they're sitting there watching and 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 observing as wealthy people come by and drop big, heavy coins. This is back in the day when coins were made of gold and silver and bronze and things like that. And gold is, you know, very dense. Silver is very dense. So when you drop the big, heavy coins in, you can literally hear the amount of money hitting this pile of money inside the box. All right. And so then they're watching them put big, expensive coins in. And so they're remarking, look at all of these people giving so much money to the temple. And look at how, how wealthy some of these people are. They're dropping this money in. And this one little widow comes by and she drops these two mice, these two little copper coins worth nothing compared to what everyone else has given. And Jesus commends no one but the woman. He says, they all gave, she said, he, or Jesus says, she gave the most. And the disciples are scratching their heads saying, no, no, Jesus, uh, no, she gave the least that we saw. Like all these people gave so much more money, way more money. Like that, that was a really small amount. And Jesus says, no, she gave the most. He commends her and he says, they all gave out of their wealth. They're giving, they're giving like out of their disposable income. They don't need the money. They're giving the money and that's good. He's not condemning them, but he's not necessarily commending them. Like he is the widow who gives these two mites. And and he says, it's because out of her poverty, she didn't give some of her poverty. She gave all of it because of what little she had, she realized she couldn't live on that. And so why not just throw it all at the feet of God and trust him to provide for her? He says, she gave everything she had out of her poverty. And that's the one that Jesus commends. That's the same thing that Paul is saying here. We want to be commended by Jesus. We want to be approved of by Jesus, not by people. If we're going to brag about anything, it's going to be about his commendation, not anyone else's. And my prayer is that you and I, that the main goal in our life, if we're setting our sights on being commended and approved of by someone, it's going to be the same Jesus who commended and approved of that widow who dropped her two mites in that offering box that day. For the 10-Week Bible Study, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs. And I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning into the 10-Week Bible Study Podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving a review for it on your podcast app of choice? It really helps other people find out about this podcast. And my heart is for people to fall in love with God's word. Thank you.